Hello and welcome to Mrs. Bush's Storytime. I'm your host, Doro Bush Cook. Do you like pasta? Well, the character in our next story, Streganona, loves pasta. Streganona is the tale of a nice witch whose magic pasta pot gets out of control. Later in the episode, we'll hear from Jesse J. Holland, author of The Black Panther, Who is the Black Panther? about what reading and books meant to him as a child. But first, let's listen in together as my mom, former First Lady Barbara Bush, reads with our special guest from Sesame Street, The Count. One string bean, two potatoes, three broccoli, four bananas, five oranges. Ah, what a beautiful sight. More fruits and vegetables than I can count in a day. Let's see. Six peaches, seven pears, eight plums, one Mrs. Bush. Uh, Mrs. Bush, oh, how wonderful to meet you here on one of my counting expeditions. Hello, Count. It's wonderful to see you, too. Your friends tell me I might find you here at the grocery store counting the different fruits and vegetables on your day off. Yes, I must keep up with practicing my counting. Oh, so many things to count and just not enough time. <laughs> uh, but I'm so happy to have you join me. Would you like to help me count? How kind of you to ask me, Count, but I've come over to give you a break from your work by reading a story to you. Would you like that? Oh, yes, Mrs. Bush. Just the other day, I was counting the number of books we have on Sesame Street to read aloud to each other. And I always look forward to finding out how many ways I can use my skill in counting while I listen to a story. So please, do begin. The story I'm going to read is called Strega Nona. It was written and illustrated by Tommy DePaolo and published by Simon & Schuster. Let's see how many times you can use your counting skills, Count. Here's how the story begins. In a town in Calabria, a long time ago, there lived an old lady everyone called Streganona, which means Grandma Witch. Although all the people in town talked about her in whispers, they all went to see her if they had troubles. Even the priest and the sisters of the convent went because Streganona did have a magic touch. She could cure a headache with oil and water and a hairpin. She made special potions for the girls who wanted husbands, and she was very good at getting rid of warts. Why, Mrs. Bush, that's one headache, two husbands, and three warts. Three ways Streganona helped people. Ah, ah, ah. What a good story for counting. Oh, do read on, please. You're right, Count. Headaches, husbands, warts. I'm sure there's no connection, but let's see what happens. But Streganona was getting old, and she needed someone to help her keep her little house and garden. So she put up a sign in the town square and Big Anthony, who didn't pay attention, went to see her. Anthony, said Strega Nona, you must sweep the house and wash the dishes. You must weed the garden and pick the vegetables. You must feed the goat and milk her, and you must fetch the water. For this, I will give you three coins and a place to sleep and food to eat. Oh, Mrs. Bush, what a wonderful book! 
Would you mind if I counted up all the duties Treganona is giving to Big Anthony? One, sweep. Two, wash. Three, weed. Four, pick. Five, feed. Six, milk. Seven, fetch. And Treganona is going to give Big Anthony one, coins. Two, a place to sleep. Three, food to eat. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Well, Count, you really keep track of what's happening when you count everything. What do you think might happen next? Because of my amazing powers of observation, I have counted the seven duties that Streganona has given Anthony. Surely she will also tell Anthony what he must not do. I look forward to counting the number of things Anthony must not do. Why, Count, you are really thinking while you listen, aren't you? Let's see what they do next. Oh, grazie, said Big Anthony. The one thing you must never do, said Streganona, is touch the pasta pot. It is very valuable, and I don't let anyone touch it. Oh, see, si, yes, said Big Anthony. And so the days went by. Big Anthony did his work, and Streganona met with the people who came to see her for headaches, husbands, and warts. Big Anthony had a nice bed to sleep in next to the goat shed, and he had food to eat. One evening, when Big Anthony was milking the goat, he heard Streganona singing. Peeking in the window, he saw Streganona standing over the pasta pot. She sang, Bubble, bubble, pasta pot, boil me up some pasta nice and hot. I'm hungry, it's time to sup. Boil enough pasta to fill me up. The pasta pot bubbled and boiled and was suddenly filled with steaming hot pasta. Then Streganona sang, Enough, enough, pasta pot. I have my pasta nice and hot. So simmer down my pot of clay until I'm hungry another day. How wonderful, said Big Anthony. That's a magic pot for sure. And Streganona called Big Anthony in for supper. But too bad for Big Anthony because he didn't see Streganona blow three kisses to the magic pasta pot. Oh, what a remarkable story this is. Streganona knows how important counting is. Even her magic depends on counting. One, two, three kisses. Ah, ah, ah. And this is what happened. The next day, when Big Anthony went to the town square to fetch the water, he told everyone about the pasta pot. And naturally, everyone laughed at him because it sounded so silly. A pot that cooked all by itself? You better go and confess to the priest, Big Anthony, they said. Such a lie. I'll show them, he said to himself. Someday, I will get the pasta pot and make it cook and then they'll be sorry. That day came sooner than even Big Anthony would have thought, because two days later, Streganona said to Big Anthony, Anthony, I must go over the mountain to the next town to see my friend Strega Amelia. Sweep the house and weed the garden, feed the goat and milker, and for your lunch, there is some bread and cheese in the cupboard. And remember, don't touch the pasta pot. Oh, yes, yes, Streganona, said Big Anthony. But inside he was thinking, my chance has come. 
Count, what do you think Big Anthony might do next while Streganona is visiting her friend? If he finishes his seven chores, he will be very hungry. So he may try to get the pasta pot to cook some pasta for him. But since he doesn't know about the three kisses, there may be big trouble. Well, let's read on and see what happens. As soon as Streganona was out of sight, Big Anthony went inside, pulled the pasta pot off the shelf, put it on the floor. Now let's see if I can remember the words, said Big Anthony. And Big Anthony sang, Bubble, bubble, pasta pot, boil me some pasta nice and hot. I'm hungry, it's time to sup. Boil enough pasta to fill me up. And sure enough, the pot bubbled and boiled and began to fill up with pasta. Aha, said Big Anthony. And he ran to the town square, jumped on the fountain and shouted, Everyone get forks and plates and platters and bowls. Pasta for all at Streganona's house. Big Anthony has made the magic pasta pot work. <laughs> of course, everyone laughed, but ran home to get forks and plates and platters and bowls. And sure enough, when they got to Streganona's, the pasta pot was so full, it was beginning to overflow. Big Anthony was a hero. He scooped out pasta and filled the plates and platters and bowls. There was more than enough for all the townspeople, including the priest and the sisters from the convent. And some people came back for two or three helpings, but the pot was never empty. When all it had their fill, Big Anthony sang, Enough, enough, my pasta pot. I have my pasta nice and hot. So simmer down my pot of clay until I'm hungry another day. But alas, he did not blow the three kisses. He went outside, and to the applause of the crowd, Big Anthony took a bow. He was so busy listening to the compliments from everyone that he didn't notice that the pasta was still bubbling and boiling until a sister from the convent said, Oh, Big Anthony, look! The pasta was pouring out of the pot all over the floor of Streganona's house and was coming out the door. Big Anthony rushed in and shouted the magic words again, but the pot kept bubbling. Uh, Mrs. Bush, you see how important counting is. I think you're right, Count. Let's read on about Big Anthony. He took the pot off the floor, but the pasta kept pouring from it. Big Anthony grabbed a cover, put it on the pot, and sat on it. But the pasta raised the cover, and Big Anthony as well, and spilled on the floor of Streganona's house. Stop, yelled Big Anthony. But the pasta did not stop. And if someone hadn't grabbed poor Big Anthony, the pasta would have covered him up. The pasta had all but filled the little house. Out of the windows and through the doors came the pasta, and the pot kept right on bubbling. The townspeople began to worry. Do something, Big Anthony, they shouted. Big Anthony sang the magic song again, but without the three kisses, it did no good. By this time, the pasta was on its way down the road, and all the people were running to keep ahead of it. We must protect our town from the pasta, shouted the mayor. Get mattresses, tables, doors, anything to make a barricade. But even that didn't work. The pot kept bubbling and the pasta kept coming. We are lost, said the people. And the priest and the sisters of the convent began praying. 
pasta will cover our town, they cried. And it certainly would have had Strega Nona not come down the road home from her visit. She didn't have to look twice to know what happened. She sang the magic song and blew the three kisses. Then with a sputter, the pot stopped boiling and the pasta came to a halt. Oh, grazie. Thank you, thank you, Streganona, the people cried. But then they turned on Big Anthony. String him up, the men of the town shouted. Now wait, said Streganona. The punishment must fit the crime. And she took a fork from the lady standing nearby and held it out to Big Anthony. All right, Anthony, you wanted pasta from my magic pasta pot, Streganona said, and I want to sleep in my little bed tonight, so start eating. And he did. Poor Big Anthony. Oh, that was great. I love stories where counting is so important. Thank you for reading it, Mrs. Bush. You're very welcome. What a wonderful story. Now here's Jesse J. Holland, whose novel, Who is the Black Panther, retells the origin story of superhero T'Challa, the original Black Panther, and updates it for the current day. I grew up on a farm in Mississippi where there was little entertainment. We only had three television stations and one television. But my parents were both teachers, and so they would bring in books from school, and they would take me to the library in Holly Springs, Mississippi, where I devoured every book I could get my hands on. So reading was my form of entertainment as a child, whether it was Nancy Drew Mysteries to Flash Gordon Adventures, from comic books to reading Greek mythology. That was the spark of imagination for me, being able to read books that would take me anywhere around the world. Thanks, Jesse. Kids, be sure to visit your local library so you can go on adventures just like Jesse. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Goodbye for now. The Mrs. Bush's Storytime podcast is inspired by Mrs. Bush's Storytime, a radio program that aired on ABC Radio from 1990 to 1994, while Mrs. Barbara Bush served as First Lady of the United States. For more information, visit barbarabush.org slash podcast. <laughs>